Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for What's up, gang? How's everybody doing? I'm doing well. I know I'm chiming in a little late, but that's all right. Uh, I had a long day today, but I had shit on my mind that I definitely wanted to come home and um, speak on a little bit, and maybe people can just catch it tomorrow or the next day or the next day. That's the beautiful thing about the interweb. It stays around for a while. How's everybody doing, man? 10.07 right here, Central Time. September 12th, year of our Lord, 2019. I'm just rolling solo tonight, man. Patrick is, uh, where did he say he was? Colorado, maybe? But crazy news, man. Access TV, whom Pat works for. And Access TV fights, dude. Patrick, uh, they were bought. They were bought by a Canadian company. Access TV was bought by a Canadian company here within the last week. So I believe <clears throat> this will be their last broadcast on Access TV fights. Patrick and the whole crew, this is going to be their last, uh, their last broadcast because the company was bought. It's no longer owned by Mark Cuban. Crazy shit. But, um, you know, Pat Militich is Pat Militich. He's a very handy cat daddy. Very talented cat. And uh, I'm sure without no time, opportunities will be knocking on his door. But, yeah, as it is right now, Access TV has been bought by, uh, I forget the name of the company. But um, the purpose of this particular video is to get some shit off my chest that, um, you know, has bothered me. All of the assassinations in the 1960s bothered me. You know what I mean? I, you know, co-host the conspiracy farm. We got get all into this. But yesterday happened to mark the 18th anniversary, as we know, of 9-11, which is terrible in and of itself. But uh, come to find out today that also, excuse me, Dane Eugene Caesar died yesterday, and not a lot of people know who this cat is, or was, as it were, Mr. Eugene Caesar. So you got to take us back to 1968. Senator Robert F. Kennedy had just won the California primary, and um, he was in the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, California. And one of his final words publicly, you know, it's on Chicago and let's win there. And he was taken into the back, into the kitchen and walked through the pantry area, excuse me, in the Ambassador Hotel's kitchen. And there is he, he walked essentially into a sniper's, not sniper, but, you know, assassin's nest, if you will. You had a couple of individuals firing weapons. You had Sirhan Sirhan, who 
unloaded his, uh, I think, six or seven shot revolver and uh, hitting none of those shots, I, I don't believe. Well, I'm going to say none of them, but anyway. He was the one convicted for the death of, of Robert Kennedy. But the individual who actually, I mean, I guess maybe in concert with Sirhan Sirhan, who never was arrested or never questioned, was a gentleman by the name of Thane Eugene Caesar. He was the security guard who was standing behind Robert Kennedy when he was shot. <clears throat> and I don't want to speak out of turn. I'm not sure exactly if any of the shots from Sirhan's gun hit Robert Kennedy. So it went like this. If I can do this. Robert Kennedy is coming from, from this direction into the kitchen, right? He's walking into the kitchen. Sirhan comes from this way, shoots his gun, and uh, what's his name? Rosie Greer, big football player, grabs the gun, puts... They're, they're in a kitchen area, so there's like a pantry table. And so um, Sirhan's walking this way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Robert Kennedy's walking this way. Sirhan comes in, unloads his six-shot revolver, Boom, 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 right? This direction, right? Forensic and ballistics is very important in this case. He unloads his six-shot revolver, seven-shot revolver, and I'm not sure how many of those shots hit Robert Kennedy. Some of them may have hit his chest or stomach. I'm not exactly sure. But according to the autopsy performed on Robert Kennedy, the shots that actually killed him Again, Robert Kennedy's this way. The shots that actually kill him come from this direction. According to the autopsy and to the forensics, the shots that killed Robert Kennedy were literally right here, between two and three inches. This would have been the gun. The other shots from Sirhan were coming this direction. But according to the autopsy, the shots were fired that killed him were about two inches from behind his right ear. The complete opposite direction of Sirhan's bullets. And that one always bugged me out, dude, because that is like with the JFK one, they like did so much with the autopsy and <clears throat> flubbed the numbers, flubbed the science and all this other stuff, the magic bullet, etc. But the Robert Kennedy one is like, no, no, we're going to tell them that the shot that killed him was fired from two inches behind his right ear because of gunpowder burns on his hair, etc. It was like right here, right? This side, this side. But Sirhan was coming from this direction. So the guy who did fire those fatal shots behind his ear was the guy, Thane Eugene Caesar is his name, was his name. And he died yesterday on September the 11th. And I know people don't like to be read to, but if you don't mind, just a brief reading from Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy's son said this yesterday upon learning of Eugene Thane Caesar's death. <clears throat> this is from Robert Kennedy Jr. posted on his Instagram. Thane Eugene Caesar died today in the Philippines. Compelling evidence suggests that Caesar murdered my father. On June 5th, 1968, Caesar, an employee in a classified section of Lockheed's Burbank facility, 
was moonlighting as a security guard at the Ambassador Hotel. He had landed the job about one week earlier. Caesar waited in the pantry as my father spoke in the ballroom, then grabbed my father by the elbow and guided him towards Sirhan. With 77 people in the pantry, every witness said Sirhan was always in front of my father at a three to six feet distance. Sirhan fired two shots toward my father before he was tackled. From under the dog pile, Sirhan emptied his eight-chamber revolver, I'm sorry, firing six more shots in the opposite direction, five of them striking a bystander and one going wild. By his own account, Caesar was directly behind my dad, holding his right elbow with his own gun drawn when my dad fell backwards on top of him. Caesar repeatedly changed his story about exactly when he drew his weapon. According to the coroner, Dr. Thomas Noguchi, very famous forensic pathologist in Los Angeles, all four shots that struck my father were contact shots from behind my dad with the barrel touching or nearly touching his body. Caesar sold his 22 caliber weapon to a co-worker weeks after the assassination, warning him that it had been used in a crime. Caesar lied to him that it had been, I'm sorry, Caesar lied to police claiming that he disposed of a gun months before the assassination. Caesar was a bigot who hated the Kennedys for their advocacy of civil rights for blacks. I had plans to meet Thane Eugene Caesar in the Philippines last June until he demanded a payment of $25,000 through his agent, Dan Moldea. Holy shit, Dan Moldea. Ironically, Moldea penned a meticulous and compelling indictment of Caesar in a 1995 book and then suddenly exculpated, oh, exculpated him by fiat and bizarre nonsensical final chapter. Police have never seriously investigated Caesar's role in my father's killing. This, ladies and gentlemen, was the words of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Robert Kennedy's father, upon learning of the death of Eugene Thane, uh, Thane Eugene Caesar, and this is the guy who everybody knows is the one who actually killed and responsible for the shots that killed um, Robert Kennedy, who was running for president in 1968. And these are really some of the first really, really uh, public statements Robert Kennedy has made in this manner, completely questioning the official story, which is, you know, Sirhan Sirhan, who's serving time in prison for the death of Robert Kennedy, is the one who was responsible. And we can get into who Sirhan Sirhan was and how, you know, that's, that's, that's worth talking about. But at the end of the day, and I always found this so, so, so very poignant as it relates to this story, the forensics, right? And when you see where Robert Kennedy was in, in respect to Sirhan Sirhan, like the, just, the bullets just didn't make any sense. Sirhan's coming here, or I'm sorry, Robert Kennedy's, you know what the fuck I mean. Robert Kennedy's coming from here, Sirhan's coming from here, and this is where, this is where Sir, Sirhan shoots from. But the shot that kills Robert Kennedy is from behind his right ear. I mean, that just baits the fuck, you know what I mean? It's just like... To me, that just makes it so obvious. Like, you know, clearly Sirhan didn't do what the fuck they said he did. So anyway, that's what this video, man. Go check that out. And I know it's been however many years and nobody gives a fuck anymore. I understand. But this was something that always bothered me in addition to the John Kennedy assassination. The Robert Kennedy one was just so much more fucking blatant. You know, how he wanted to end the war in Vietnam, et cetera, et cetera. The Kennedys just didn't stand a chance in the 60s. So check that out, man. And that's, um, you know, 
No, no rest in peace for this motherfucker, man. Thane Eugene Caesar. Thane Eugene Caesar, the real culprit and the real assassin of Robert Francis Kennedy on June 5th, 1968 in the kitchen of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, right after he won the California primary. I mean, you just the, the physical evidence is right there. It's so much more less convoluted than the JFK one. The JFK, you got what weapon did what? Was it a Carcano? Was it a Mauser? Where did this magic bullet come from? How many shooters? <clears throat> this one is a lot more cut and dry simply because of the public information that was rendered by Thomas Noguchi, who did the autopsy. Who said the shots didn't come from, the shots that killed Robert Kennedy didn't come from the front where Sirhan was. And if you get into like how it all played out, like the guy... <clears throat> As soon as he started shooting, they grabbed his gun and pointed it in another direction completely away from Robert Kennedy. And then when they said in the autopsy report that he was killed from a shot right here, literally three inches, not just, I'm not just pointing where it was. This is literally the proximity of the weapon on Robert Kennedy's head. Boom, right behind his ear. And this is what the autopsy report shows. So... This is the guy who did it, man. Just died yesterday. Thane Eugene Caesar died in the Philippines yesterday, September the 11th of all days, right? But um, just a little piece of history, man, that's been lost and will probably continue to be lost because here we are just a day after September 11th and more histories being lost. Like Graham Hancock said, we're a... We're a civilization with amnesia by design, of course. <clears throat> so anyway, I didn't want to ramble too long, but Eugene, uh, Eugene Th Thane, Eugene Caesar died yesterday. And that is the gentleman who was standing right behind Robert Kennedy. When um, everything went down in the ballroom, hired, hired as a security guard at the last second. I mean, all kinds. Of, I mean, it's, it's super shady, and I'm not even going to get into the inside baseball on it. The information is there. There's a lot of it that's public, so everyone go check it out for themselves. But um, anyway, peace and so much love. Got some cool stuff coming up on the Conspiracy Farm. That's all I can really say right now. Some really cool stuff, some cool guests, some very interesting information, as always. But um hope everybody's doing well. Elaine Moeller, how we doing, gorgeous? I don't know who all is actually on here who says it's joined. Tim Kelly, what's Tim Kelly, what's up? What's up, Daniel? What's up, Jeff? What's up, Uncle Danny? What's up, Kelly? What's up, Sherry? What's up, Anita? What's up, Monty? <clears throat> I just wanted to get some of this off my chest because this guy just died. And it's always bothered me, you know, that whole fucking thing. You know, you just... Sirhan Sirhan sitting in a prison and has for the last however many decades. Just, you know. He he clearly participated. But, you know, find out who Sirhan was and who was controlling him. And then, you know, Eugene the Caesar. How does he just get off, man? When you look at the evidence, the physical evidence of how, you know, the, the forensic pathologist said Robert Kennedy died. Was that shot right behind his ear or the other ear, <clears throat> the right ear? How's that possible when your killer's in front of you, shooting from in front of you? How are you dying from a bullet behind your right ear? 
<clears throat> it's worth checking out. You know what, Elaine Muller? I'm not sure if you're here. Elaine, you are still... <laughs> Elaine, this good friend of mine, Elaine Muller, is chiming in right now. And you may not remember this, Elaine, but we took a speech class together in college. And I spoke on this very subject, Robert Kennedy's assassination. Yeah, that's right. I was going hard even however many years ago that was. Plenty, plenty. But yeah, it just confounds the brain, man. It doesn't really. I mean, you know why all this stuff. I, I, you know, we, I come to understand why these things happen now as I got older. But <clears throat> mainstream society still thinks it's the old Sirhan Sirhan. And old boy sits in jail. And he just got stabbed. Sirhan Sirhan recently got stabbed in jail. I wonder what that was about. In seeing your lives. <laughs> oh, beautiful thing. So, yeah, man. Yesterday, thing Eugene Caesar met his demise. You know, he lived a significantly longer life than what Robert Kennedy did. And he's the one, if you wonder why I'm doing this video and you're catching, jumping in late. Thane Eugene Caesar is the security guard that was standing behind Robert Kennedy and is responsible for the shot that was fired. Oops, this side. Behind his right ear. That killed him. Sad state of affairs. It was an organized hit, you know. Just couldn't have that, couldn't have another Kennedy in office, man. People who speak truth are all too often a threat to those who crave power. And power has to be spoken to oftentimes at great risk to oneself. People like S.M. Holland, Lee Bowers, Gene Hill, Willie O'Keefe, they've all taken that risk, they've all come forward. That's a quote from JFK. The in-scene JFK, the closing statements. And we have a great JFK episode coming up actually in November. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I didn't want to do that. But um, yeah, Eugene, Thane Eugene Caesar. I always call him Eugene Caesar. I've never heard of the Thane stuff. But apparently, <clears throat> Thane Eugene Caesar is his name. And like I just read a little bit ago, Robert Kennedy Jr., Robert Kennedy's son, knows that this is the guy responsible. Everybody knows. But the official story does not reflect that, like a great many of assassinations. But um he died yesterday, peacefully in the Philippines. One of the few assassins that they never, you know, usually they get rid of the assassins. Lee Harvey. But no, he got his ass over to the Philippines and chilled on out for the next however many, you know, <clears throat> 50 years. Lived a nice, long, healthy life. Like I said, much longer than Robert Kennedy did. But if it fascinates you at all, like it does me, look it up. And you just see how they just blatantly. I wish I remembered. You don't remember, Elaine, when I did the freaking RFK speech? How could you not? It was only freaking 20 plus years ago. I forget the I forget who our teacher was. Some black dude. Mr. Curtis. I want to say Mr. Curtis. Now, if that's right. Holy shit, dude. My brain's actually working. But some black dude. It was a night class. It was a night class we used to take. It was through Scott Community College, but it was at our old high school. I know I'm digressing, but uh, somebody's online here that um, I actually gave this speech in college many years ago on the assassin assassination of Robert Kennedy and how just absolutely fucking absurd it was. 
because it even bothered me back then. <laughs> you are good. I don't know if it was Mr. Curtis. Don't quote me on that, Lainey. Bobo. <clears throat> but anyways, I'm going to slide, man. Got another long day tomorrow. Just figure I'd drop a little hammer here. Get some shit off my chest. And people should check it out, man. And I'm not just talking silly buggers here about this guy, Eugene Caesar, and what happened that day. However long ago it is, man. It's like once they set that precedent that they could take people out so, like, prominent, you know, from the president to someone running for president. Once they can do that under dubious circumstances, everything's up for fucking grabs, man. It's all fair game. it's all fair game i mean and then even from then we went on to the persian gulf war and 9-11 and all the other wars and i mean it's just it's a continuation of not necessarily the same people but the same um power structure the military industrial telecommunication pharmaceutical complex starting wars killing people it's a mafia. I mean, it's like, you know, it's fucking mafia, dude. <clears throat> it is straight mafia. And they continue. I mean, it just continues to this day, dude. It continues to this day. They've just, you know, they've sophisticated their their modus operandi and how they get down. It's much more sophistication implementation of their plans. But yeah, we're still seeing crazy wars just like back then, Vietnam. I mean, come on now. Smedley Butler. Everybody knows who Smedley Butler was, right? One of the most high, highly decorated veterans of his time. Early 1900s, early, you know, late 20th century. Or early, I'm sorry, early 20th century. He was, as he said himself, he was, he was a gangster for capitalism. Supporting the military industrial complex. And we see, you know, you see more of it today. So, again, hope everybody's doing well. I'm sorry. But um, I just wanted to speak on the passing of Eugene Caesar. He played a very prominent role in history, but not a lot of people know who the fuck he was. <clears throat> That's not to say, like, Robert Kennedy would have came in and been perfect, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know. That gangster type shit that can allow a presidential candidate to be fucking assassinated. And then for the mad for the public to be just like blatantly lied to. Everyone here can go and Google the autopsy report of Robert Kennedy and see where the bullet came from that killed him. It was behind his fucking ear, right here. It's not me. This isn't me just saying this. This is what happened. But when you see where old boy was shooting from, Sirhan Sirhan, it was all from the front. I mean, it sounds silly because you could have been, you know, he could have turned around and said something to somebody and then caught a bullet. No, dude. You just got to, you got to, you got to read the reports of all the shots that were fired. More shots were fired than what held, than the, you know, than the amount of shots that Sirhan's gun held. Got holes in the fucking wall and they, you know. I'm rambling, but this is, this is, you know. 
This is the horse shit they do, man. They fucking just take out. And like I, I posted something the other day on my Facebook. The Justice Department building is named after fucking Robert F. Kennedy, dude. They kill you and lie to you about who did it and then name buildings after you in Washington, D.C. That to me is like the, even the sicker shit. That's just so... <sighs> Seth Rich. Seth Rich has a bike rack dedicated to himself in Washington, D.C. I know. Nothing new is under the sun, man. But it's just like... I just wanted to give out a particular... What's up, Shelly Shaner? How you doing? I just wanted to give a particular fuck off to Eugene Caesar. And just put his name out there because I don't know. I, 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 if I mention the name, I can only assume that people know who that is. But I highly fucking doubt it. But this is the guy who shot Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, right behind the head as he walked through the pantry in the Ambassador Hotel after winning the California primary. And he was on to Chicago and let's, let's win there. It is messed up, right? And it sucks because, like we, I say, mentioned on the show all the time, it's only through kind of historical perspective do we find out, like, oh, wow, okay, that did happen. 20, 30 years later, everyone's dead, no accountability. And then it just winds up happening again, but, you know, there's this historical gap, and everybody's like, no, that has nothing to do with that. And it always, you know, it's always kind of connected. This is a will. The world is a will to power. I think Frederick Nietzsche said that. We just got we just got sick people that run shit, dude. Sick people that run shit. And there is nothing that they won't do to acquire power and to hold on to it. Nothing. I mean, they trade in. They traffic children, dude. Fucking satanically ritually abused children. You don't want to you don't even want to hear some of the stories of what the fuck they're doing to kids, man. Epstein and that fucking crew, man. But they're trading in people, people's body parts, guns, drugs, arms, weapons. And they're utilizing all these different financial institutions to wash the money from all of these illicit proceedings. Trillions of dollars, dude. I mean, it's a black market economy, dude. It's been going on for fucking ever. I know I digress with that one, but I mean, that's, yeah. You got to eliminate anybody that might come in and disrupt that. I mean, it's no different than the dope game on the streets. If you have other motherfuckers coming in and you're selling shit on your block, what do you do? You have, can't have people coming in encroaching on the dollar, your, your dollar. In this corporation, the United States of America, you're talking big dollars. So anyway, fuck Eugene Caesar. Look his name up. Check him out, you guys. Understand that this isn't me or me saying this crazy shit. It is a weird day to die, right, Jackson? You're going to die on September 11th. A lot of crazy shit's gone on September 11th, man. If you look at the date historically, been some interesting stuff. But on this particular day, June 5th, 1968, Robert Kennedy had just won the primary down there in California. And was about to go to Chicago and handle his business. And he probably would have won, dude. I mean, odds are he was set to win. But, you know, 
for me, it just really bugs me. Like I said a little bit ago, man, the report's right there. The autopsy report with with John Kennedy, it's all fucking like, whoa, did they? This is the same body. What did they do to his head? His brain's gone. They did so much shit to to fuck up the forensics. But almost, you know, a testimony to how fucking brazen they are and how much they don't give a shit. They had Sirhan firing from the front of this guy. And then the shot that kills him wind up being back here. And they make all this information public. And the guy who shoots from the front is sitting in jail. Whereas, like, who shot from the back? Like, nobody even talks about it. Nobody got it. You know, the dude walks. Even though, you know, they went into who this guy was, Eugene Caesar, and found out, you know, who, what he's been up to, et cetera, et cetera. He has intelligence ties, et cetera, et cetera. He's the only one with a gun at the time standing right behind Robert Kennedy, etc. Anyway, we know it was him, but it just nothing happens, man. Nothing fucking happens. Scares me to know more. Well, I mean, come on, baby girl. Come on, baby girl. This is what frustrates me and also kind of drives me to kind of keep going with the conspiracy farm. Not that it's going to stop, but and not that we're going to change the world. But, you know, we just got to be honest, dude. There's been no, nothing happens to anybody. Nothing happens to anybody from, you know, I, I hate to just, from World War One, which was engineered, killed 20 million people. Nobody went to jail. For the European and Western forces that helped fund the Nazi war machine, nobody went to fucking jail. Nuremberg trials had nothing to do with a lot of the, Western forces that helped fund and arm the Third Reich. I'm sorry, you guys. That's just what the fuck is up. Nobody went to jail for the Gulf of Tonkin and the Vietnam War that killed so many Americans and millions of Vietnamese. Nobody went to jail for Iran-Contra, for the Persian Gulf War and falsely reporting that Iraqi soldiers were turning over fucking incubators. And the sanctions in Iraq that have killed so many hundreds of thousands of people. Nobody went to jail for WMDs being a lie or Benghazi or fucking 9-11 or Bear Stearns or, you know, any, you know, any of the financial collapse. These guys get hundred million dollar golden parachutes, whatever it's called. Like, you know, I mean, it's just systemic, dude. Nothing fucking happens ever. Ever. And then we all wind up fighting about nonsense. Why all this shit continues. What the fuck, dude? I heard more shit about fucking Antonio Brown's helmet and being released from the fucking Raiders and hired by the Patriots and now under sexual assault charges. I heard more about that dumb shit than I heard about fucking Jeffrey Epstein and all the gangster shit he's been into for decades. stupid dude it's fucking stupid how many people know who fucking eugene caesar was dane eugene caesar if i were to ask you who killed robert kennedy what would most of you say sirhan sirhan odds are if you had any clue at all some people if i said like who killed robert kennedy you'd probably be like um Robert Kennedy, uh, John, John Wilkes, 
Oswald? Lee Harvey Booth? Hold on. Robert Kennedy. Lee Harvey Booth. Yeah. People wouldn't have a fucking clue. But, you know, some people know it was, you know, it was all pinned on Sirhan Sirhan. But not a lot of people know who Thane Eugene Caesar was. <clears throat> but I bet a whole bunch of people know who they have in their fantasy football draft as a fucking wide receiver and a running back and all that dumb shit, right? Yeah, no, I'm not knocking it. Yeah, do, do your fantasy football, dude. Do your thing. Do your fantasy football. But it almost it goes into this kind of like fucking selective butthurt and this virtue signaling signaling that we see everywhere. Everyone's butthurt about every fucking dumb shit you could you snap on you you snap completely on the shit you shouldn't snap on, but you're fucking completely silent on the shit you should be snapping on. That's why I just can't. It just fucking boggles my mind, dude. With you know the Chappelle shit was genius, dude. I mean, he just had everybody fucking triggered. Everybody in their goddamn feels, dude. Nobody has their opinion. Their opinion has them. And they can't wait to virtue signal and tell everybody how fucking horrible they are because of what, you know. You're doing this. You're saying this. I'm mad. I'm offended. I'm going to go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? They're satanically, ritually abusing children. Anything on that? Anything on that? No? All right. Well, that's cool. The guy who was spearheading it just up until a fucking few weeks ago, when he was on suicide watch, they killed him in the fucking jail. That hadn't anybody kill himself in 40 fucking years. But he's dead. And with it, all of his secrets. You mad about that? No? Anyway. Back to dancing with the fucking stars. Keeping up with the goddamn Kardashian. Are they making a new series of The Hills? Are you kidding? Brody Jenner's coming back? My God. Dust off my DVR. I don't know. I'm a jaded, cynical son of a bitch. But, you know, life and historical events have proven me that, you know, I have kind of a reason to be. I still think life is a lovely, beautiful thing. And every single day, man, every single breath of air is an absolute blessing. But, you know, it's just this. It's just weird, the shit we get caught up in. A lot of it's engineered, social engineering. You know, we were made to care about dumb shit. That's why the Kardashians have a top-rated show, because we we make it so. <clears throat> and as much as we, you know, we pretend like we give a shit about stuff, we just don't, you know. We're kind of into ourselves, you know, as long as I have the newest fucking phone and everything is happening the way I want it to. It's really all that matters. I'm not saying that's how I think, but that kind of seems to be the culture, right? We don't really seem to give a fuck about crazy shit that's happening in the world, but... We're definitely very pissed. I mean, these things need to be talked about. Racism, you know, phobia this, phobia that, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, again, selective butthurtness. We need to start prioritizing shit. Our government funds terrorists, arms and funds terrorists. Can we have a fucking conversation about that, please? Before we have the fucking conversation about Antonio Brown's fucking helmet or whatever man do we have a fucking clue of the shit jeffrey epstein was into it went so far beyond kids man not that kids isn't bad enough but i mean everything we talk about on the fucking conspiracy farm that guy was in dude with the financial institutions with banks washing money washing trillions of billions of trillions of dollars man from kids 
drugs, arms. It's global. It's fucking global, man. It's global what he was up to. Not just him, just, you know, this network, man. This fucking network. But I'm telling you, man, The Matrix was a documentary. There is a reality that they hide from us, and they place this fucking crazy, weird, false reality over reality, and there's so many people that just buy into it. Oh, what are you telling me on fucking Good Morning America this morning? How to fucking knit a quilt in less than 30 minutes? Holy goddamn. Knit quilts. I'm not saying knitting quilts is bad, but we need to prioritize our anger a little bit more. Do I think the hurricane was plotted in the Bahamas? I don't. I don't. I know they've been able to control the weather since the late 30s, early 40s, but I don't think necessarily that unless you have some evidence to prove otherwise, I'd be more than happy to hear it, Miss Shelley Shaner. I don't know who's all on here right now, but had anybody heard of Eugene Caesar? Thane Eugene Caesar, did anybody know who that person was until seeing it in my timeline? I mean, it's all right if you haven't. It's, you know, it's like Planet Fitness. This is a judgment-free zone. But, I mean, I'm sorry. I um, He is the guy who killed Robert Kennedy. Shot him from two inches behind his head, right ear. Sorry, this side, I keep pointing to the wrong side. And the autopsy report shows it. So compare what they said happened. This dipshit named Sirhan Sirhan unloading his weapon from the complete opposite direction of where the fatal shot came from. And again, it's not like JFK where it's all convoluted. This is fucking in the... You can read this. You can see it. Dr. Thomas Noguchi, he got quite a bit of shit after that happened because he refused to say that the shot that killed him came from the front. He was like, no, dude, it's, it was back here. Pew. So just go look it up for yourself. Or, you know, completely don't give a shit, which is fine, too. <laughs> That's why I catch you here. I appreciate that. I just wanted to speak on it because I, I knew probably not a lot of people knew who it was. I mean, you know, most people realize that the official story of who killed Robert Kennedy was nonsense. Some people really just have no, you know, oh, Sirhan Sirhan did it? Oh, okay, I mean, I just, I heard this Palestinian guy did it because he hated, you know. A lot of people just kind of defer to whatever the public sentiment on it is, but not a lot of people know who Eugene Caesar was and how he was able to get right behind Senator Kennedy and shoot him right in the head from two inches. And I think the cool part about it that we can actually talk about today and it removes this conversation from conspiracy theory is the autopsy report that shows that the shot came from two inches behind his right ear. And when you hear how it all played out, how he was walking in and the shots from Sirhan came from the front, you're like, well, how the fuck did he get hit back in the back of his head if the dude that was shooting him was coming from the front? And you're like, all right, well, then who was behind him? And then when you look at the pictures, you see Thane Eugene Caesar, the only person who was holding a gun. So anyway, this is very intriguing stuff to me. I find it fascinating. 
<clears throat> and unfortunately, as time goes on, it just goes away and nobody cares. Because I just generally think, generally speaking, I don't think people just, you can't fight City Hall. This is just what happened. I'm, I'm, you know, you know. Nobody cares enough to say anything. Even if they say anything, it's like, well, what can I do about it? They're just going to kill people. And that's true. You know, they just... But you can't ever change a situation unless you become aware that it's a problem, right? I mean, if people even began to get the vastness of the conspiracy that went behind killing John Kennedy, jeez, Lord. And then Robert Kennedy was equally as fucked up. Westmore Holmes say people buy into it because that's the easy way out. If people actually came to the realization of the state of our society from economics, foreign policy, education, etc., they would crack or simply just take extra doses of blue pills. Well, I mean, that's that's very true, Westmore. A lot of people have confirmation biases and egos and, and, and very much so invested in how they see the world. Well, that's not the way I think about it. And if, if, if I don't know, that's, you know, it's not happening or, you know, it's people always feel they got it covered and you ain't telling them shit. Because if it was really going on, then they know about it. So it's like people don't even want to want to let go of what they don't know. And then it baits the question. And I say it all the time on the show. Once you start finding out how dark it might be, then you're like, oh, my God, I've been lied to on so many different levels. And then baits the question, what the fuck do I do about it? And the older you get, the worse it is. The older you get and the worse you realize how much you've been lied to. Is The, you, the more you kind of hold on to it, like, no way, there's no fucking way they lied to me like that. Like, no, they did. They did. And you just can't let that go. People can't can't unlearn, you know what I mean? It's like can't teach an old dog new tricks or whatever. But as it relates to like, you know, the, the world at large, like, man, a lot of people have a lot of shit invested in, like I said, ego, et cetera, et cetera, in how they see the world. And letting that go is very, very problematic for people. And when you start talking about very deep conspiracies to do shit like JFK or 9-11 or RFK or Martin Luther King, whatever, I mean, it's just it challenges people's thought process and how they thought things were. And are. That's why I love the Matrix, dude. The Matrix is a documentary. I swear. It's like the like you said, Westmore. The between the blue and the red pills, like take the blue pill, go back to sleep, and the world's whatever you want it to be. Tige Gall, what's up, my nook? We got to get you on, Tige, and have a nice conversation, dude. You're very uh, I, I forget. It's been several months, maybe a couple years, where I posted something about RFK, and you brought up Thane Eugene Caesar. And I think that was maybe the first time I had heard the name in a long time. I don't know. But I was saying, sir, I know you just joined, but not a lot of people know who that is. And not a lot of people even know who Sirhan Sirhan is, but they know him before they do Eugene Caesar. Eugene Caesar. Obviously by design, but. And, the, you know, the more time goes by and less people do unless people stay on it, unless dipshits like me sit up in the middle of the night talking about this, or we have these conversations and continue to, we, everyone just keeps swallowing the narrative of what is, you know, they don't, they don't want to do any digging. Lest you be called a conspiracy theorist. What's up, Rick Fountain? How you doing, sir? 
you know, they have that connotation. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you must be Alex Jones and Sandy Hook didn't exist. Et cetera, et cetera. I'm just a critical thinker, man. I question stuff. And I happen to be like a big fan of history. So having studied history and seen history play out, so many of these things that we talk about that are conspiracy theories, I mean, you'd be a fool not to question it. Like all the things I just listed a minute ago, from the sinking of the USS Maine to start the Spanish-American War, from the Gulf of Tonkin to the Lusitania to get us into World War One. I. I mean, you know, I ain't crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I just can read. So again, we create those confirmation biases and think like, nope, that in my world, this could never happen. And that's what makes the harder the pill harder to swallow when you do are, are confronted with things that so challenge your worldview. I don't know, man. Socrates said, all I know is I know nothing. I'm a big fan of that statement. Because the more you like, I got it. This is it. I know it all. Like you just, you know, you don't, you don't know it all. And there's much more. There's always more to learn. So if you didn't know who thing Eugene Caesar was, I suggest you check him out. He died yesterday. And Robert Kennedy Jr., the son of the man he killed, gave a very um, lengthy and, and poignant take on who this person was. He was the man who led him into kind of the little assassin's nest, if you will. And he did his role to help do away with him. And that's one of the some of the first statements Robert Kennedy Jr. has ever really significantly made about him as far as uh, challenging the official story. So, good night, Shirley. But, um, yeah, I am going to dip. So, um, I hope everybody is fantastic and finds themselves well on this. God, what day is it? Days are just blending together. Thursday? Is it Thursday night? On this fine Thursday night. Every single day above ground is a beautiful day. I don't know. Something about yesterday with September 11th and <clears throat> such a, I mean, God, 18 years have gone by, man. I lived in Chicago when that happened and my apartment faced like O'Hare's airspace. And they were, they you know, days before that, obviously O'Hare planes were constantly flying constantly 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 flying and that day that was the first time i'd ever seen like this guy empty and just quiet and when you go on the l train you see cats with freaking m16s and dude i'm a fucking i'm a country mouse from iowa dude that shit bugged me out that shit really bugged me out dude when that happened Obviously, it bugged us all out, but living in such a big city like Chicago, I was like, man, I need to get back to Iowa as soon as possible. But, I mean, something that bothered me yesterday, and it bothered, I don't know. Anyway, people jumping out of the windows, man. Jumping man or whatever they call them. Or I, to make that decision, man, how insanely, incredibly, I just can't imagine the moments that precipitated these people who like upper class, white collar gigs, probably making great dough, 
whatever that happened on a Tuesday, probably had a, just had a great weekend heading to work, doing what they do, not knowing that within a very short period of time, they were going to be forced to do the absolute fucking unthinkable. And jump out of whatever these floors are from the World Trade Center. I just can't imagine that process, man. I mean, I think it's called the jumping man picture of, you know, the guys in a white shirt with a tie. And I mean, it's crazy, man. That was heavily on my mind yesterday and a little bit today, too. I mean, just as I think, I just, man. Hmm. To take that step, like that, you know, that initial step. I'm assuming they were escaping the heat and just to make that choice as opposed to burning to death. It was like, all right, I'm going to die. So I'm going to either burn to death or I'm going to jump from this building it's crazy man it's crazy but these are the choices that had to be made on that day man it's fucked up man it's fucked up so i found myself super i mean almost every september 11th i mean very reflective we had, we did some shows and obviously the conspiracy farm we talk about the conspiracies and shit like that. But I don't know that particular day. And even today, I just wasn't, wasn't really thinking so much like that. The why and who did it, blah, blah, blah. It's like lots of human lives were lost in a very, um, in a horrible way, man. And we saw it on TV, which is weird. It's super like broadcasted. sucks man and then to think you know all the fucking lives innocent or not innocent i mean they, i mean since then the, the the open checkbook that was you know the war of terror and how many hundreds of thousands if not millions of people have been killed since 9-11 based off of 9-11 and how many will continue to be heard a terrible story of how some were pushed because there was such a push to rush to the windows for air. Haven't thought of that before. Wow. What's IIRC mean, Taj? One of those cool acronyms that I'm not hip with. So yeah, the people jumping who were forced to jump or whatever it was, man, that was really kind of bothered me yesterday. As well it should be, but I'm just thinking about those people like before that, you know, riding into work, you know, probably listening to whatever the fuck music they're listening, you know, just whatever. Starting a new starting another day, dude. Having no clue that within just whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Super, super sad day, as we all know, man. And that, you know, as they say, it changed, changed the world forever. Herb Simmons, how you doing, brother? 
Yeah, I didn't mean to bring the proceedings down. This wasn't really an uplifting post in the first place. I was just trying to bring people attention to the individual who died yesterday. It happened to be on September 11th. His name was Thane Eugene Caesar. He was the security guard standing behind Robert Kennedy when he walked through the ambassador ballroom's kitchen and shot him and killed him. But they pinned it on Sirhan Sirhan. So that was the thrust of this uh, post. We went a little couple directions, but that's all right. It all kind of ties together, man. It all ties together the military-industrial complex as we know it. Military-industrial pharmaceutical telecommunication complex as we know it has no problem, ladies and gentlemen, none whatsoever with burying bodies and taking people out in whatever fashion they need to to achieve their larger geopolitical goals. And if you don't think that's possible... You could easily look at something as recently as September the 11th, 2001. But we've seen it all throughout history. They've lied us into several wars, which are responsible for the death of so many, dude, millions of innocent men, women, and children. And I know we just don't, we tend to just not give a fuck because it's not ours. It's not our men, women, and children. I'm not to say our soldiers, of course, are dying in that. But they're not, you know, they're not, we're not dying from sanctions levied because of Iraq or Iran, you know, whatever country we're trying to go into now. Julian Assange posted that video, fucking collateral murder. I mean, if you haven't seen that, oh my God. But, you know, look at, look at the Vietnam War, dude. Millions of Vietnamese, men, women, and children dead. Literally, literally based off of a lie. The Gulf of Tonkin incident never happened. But they told us it did. And, you know, we lost 58 plus thousand American soldiers killed in action. However many POWs, however many tens of thousands died from suicides coming home from literal suicides or overdoses. Again, millions of Vietnamese, literally based off a of lie, man. And, and for the large part to keep the heroin trade moving. It's all about heroin. It's about communism. And here we are in Afghanistan guarding the poppy fields. While this opium epidemic decimates the United States. You got 58,000 dying a year, they said. That's the war in Vietnam every year. 50 plus thousand, 58 supposedly died in Vietnam over the course of many years. We're having 50 plus thousand deaths every year from the hope, from the heroin. And if you don't, if you think that shit's just come somehow just showing up because of whatever third-rate drug dealer, whatever the fuck, then you you know you're just not seeing it, dude. There's trillions of dollars in this trade of guns and drugs and people and arms, and so many of these financial institutions are washing the money from this shit, dude. So. Nothing new is under the sun. I just wanted to make people aware of the death of Thane Eugene Caesar, who died yesterday. Quite ironically, on September 11th. But look him up, see who he was, and then ask yourself, why the fuck is Sirhan Sirhan sitting in a prison still for the rest of his life? He's not going anywhere. Hmm. Crazy shit, man. It's a crazy fucking world we live in, yo. (laughs) 
we got people losing their shit over yeah whatever man again we're snapping on shit we shouldn't be snapping on and we're fucking cricket silent on shit we need to be snapping on and that silence is the acquiescence that allows for all of this shit to keep happening as we're going about to see with fucking venezuela i mean come on dude how many tens of thousands of people have our sanctions already killed in venezuela and we're about to go into fucking Iran. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like talking to myself because I don't think really many people give a fuck. I wanted to do this just to get this shit off my chest. Again, you know, I'm not expecting anybody to even do anything about it, but just become fucking aware of it, dude. The rabbit hole is deep, and it has been. So. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their evening. And I hope everybody enjoys their tomorrow and the rest of the week. Peace and all kinds of love and so many blessings to you, whoever's listening, and your families. I wish nothing but the best, man. It's hot as hell out here. Summer's going out with a bang. Soon it will be fall. Soon we'll be hearing Christmas music on the radio. Jazz nuts roasting on an open fire. It's my jam, dude. Matt King Cole. All right, guys. Love you, man. And um, yeah, I saw that, Taj. I mentioned that, that Sirhan Sirhan was, was attacked in his jail cell or whatever and was stabbed. Whatever. But rot in fucking hell, Dane Eugene Caesar. Cocksucking son of a bitch got to live his life out. Dying in the Philippines at the ripe old age of whatever the fuck he was. But he deprived Robert Kennedy and his family of seeing um, him live a nice, long, healthy life. But such as life, right? This is how these things happen. But if we don't learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it. So let's just get wise to this shit. And please pay attention to more posts, ladies and gentlemen, on the hard to kill holiday challenge that we are about to break off for the holidays starting November 1st to January 1st. This is, this is a, this is a challenge, you know, I wouldn't say even modeled off it, but everyone, not a lot of people have heard of Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer and Joe Rogan. They have their sober October where they don't drink or smoke pot or whatever the fuck, which is cool. You know what I mean? They're in a little competition with themselves, but this is, this is straight up, this is some next level shit, man. This is some transformation shit that we all individually become responsible for. We're not in competition with anybody. Whatever it is you want to do, you want to lose weight, you want to work out, you want to learn to cook, you want to fucking read more, whatever it is you want to do, this is the opportunity for you to challenge yourself to level up and challenge yourself to do these things to make yourself a better you, period. And then you'll be able to do videos or whatever it is and just tag us and we'll find have some place for you to post it. And you'll just be, you know, leveling up for these two months and putting a public record out there to make you accountable. And if you don't fucking do it, guess what? You don't fucking do it. Nobody res- nobody's responsible for you but you. You want to level the fuck up? Level the fuck up and do it. And we want to see that. This is all an inspirational thing for us all to challenge ourselves, get out of our comfort zones. Fuck New Year's resolutions, man. Let's talk some new life resolutions. Fuck the year. Let's flip the script, man. Let's become the best us. Let's live our best life, right? 
and it, you know the challenge is not something <clears throat> you got to do keep doing it after the two months but this is just a starting phase for you to get yourself into the groove of being the best you everyone's challenge is going to be different every single one of us we all got different shit we want to do more of do less of increase stop doing you know whatever the fuck it is man whatever it is this is the time for you to level up challenge yourself step out of those comfort zones which we all have we all we all get complacent we all get lazy dude but there's just a beautiful thing about taking shit to the next level once that switch gets flipped and we've all had those moments where like shit just changes for us in the moment of decision right Anthony Robbins says it best is the moment of decision where our destiny is formed. Once you decide to step that shit up and to be great, for lack of a better term, we all got greatness in us, dude, but we're all, we're all afraid. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is your light, not your darkness, which frightens us. Your playing small does nothing to serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others don't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine like children do. And when we allow for that light to shine, we unconsciously give people permission to do the same thing as we are liberated from our fears and our presence automatically liberates others. That's an incredible poem that has stuck with me for a very long time. You're playing small does nothing to serve the world, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others don't feel insecure, insecure around you. Let's step it the fuck up. Let's level up, baby. Let's do the damn thing. Let's be the best us. We have it in us all day. Just got to move some shit out of the way and get out of our own way to embrace the greatness that is within all of us, man. Straight up. And I truly, truly mean that. So anyway, peace and so much love, you guys. When, what's tomorrow? Fuck, Friday's weekend already. Time flies. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope I didn't ramble too much, man. Just had to get a little bit of shit off my chest originally about the RFK thing, but it kind of spiraled into a whole bunch of shit. But that's all good, mood. All, all good, dude. The Hard to Kill Holiday Challenge. We're going to get more and more information out about it. Share that shit, dude. Share the hard, share, share that hashtag, dude. H-T-K-H-C, Hard to Kill Holiday Challenge. Let's challenge ourselves, dude. Let's do the damn thing. We're fucking, dude. We're awesome. We need to recognize our awesomeness and embrace that shit. All right, gang, I'm done rambling. I'm going to make some food. I'm hungry. Love you guys, man. Um, next week, we have rescheduled Dr. Jerome Corsi. We have him on the show, The Conspiracy Farm with myself and Patrick J. If you don't know who Dr. Jerome Corsi was, check him out. He's an author. He was one of the subjects of the Mueller investigation. Um, yeah, it's crazy shit what he was going through. But um, anyway, you guys have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Love you guys, man. Be good to one another, man. Be good to yourself. Peace and so much love, dude. Holla. Bow, 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 bow.